Nothing will block the supernatural move of God in your life like your logic. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Pastor Tony Evans, and he is talking to us about how we block our miracles. This is a three-part message, and it is really good. Here's Pastor Tony. Believing is seeing, experiencing the supernatural. Our goal for you, for us, is to not limit yourself to the natural and miss the supernatural. What I want to talk to you about today and what I want to challenge you with today is to stop blocking your miracle. I'd like to suggest to us today, based on the word of God, that a lot of us haven't seen God come through because we're holding God up. We are delaying or denying his supernatural presence into our situation and into our circumstances. Now let me explain what I mean by something that is supernatural. God has natural laws that govern the world. The world works by natural, predictable laws. That's why science is possible because they can see the laws at work and draw conclusions based on the consistency of the law, the sunrise, the sun sets, the law of gravity, things go up, things go down. First law of second of thermodynamics, second law of thermodynamics. There are laws that are predictable. It's the way the world works. But when I talk about something supernatural, I'm talking where God trumps his own laws. It is where God overrules himself. He has set the laws in place, but a miracle is when God overrules a law he set in place in order to accomplish something he wants to do. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you entered the realm of the supernatural, which means that you have access to that which operates outside of the natural. The problem is that we're so tied to the natural we often miss, resist, or deny the supernatural. Our story is a very familiar one in John, St. John chapter 11. It is the story of the resurrection of Lazarus. I've mentioned that on a number of occasions, but today I want to take you on a little deeper journey into this story. Now to summarize, the whole chapter is about this one story. To summarize, Martha and Mary have called on Jesus to heal their brother, Lazarus, who's sick. Jesus has said his sickness is not unto death, and Jesus delays going to help their sick brother get better. During the interim of Jesus' delay, Lazarus dies. Jesus shows up too late. He dies. After saying he wasn't going to die. After they had called on him. We have two frustrated sisters. Martha, the, the verbal one, says, Jesus, if you would have been here, our brother would not have died. Where were you when we needed you? 
Where were you when you called? We called on you and, and you, you know, we heard the sermon that things were going to get better and they've only gotten worse. Martha, the quiet one, just went home and started weeping. And she too said the same thing. Jesus, if you would have been here, our brother would not have died. That's the scenario of the story up until this point. And if the truth were told, there are many here today who have been disappointed by the Lord. The Lord didn't do what you clearly understood he said he was going to do. When you thought he was going to be in a hurry, he's taking his time. When you thought he answered your prayer, the answer was the opposite. In fact, if the truth be told, some of us believe God actually made stuff worse by his negligence and by his delay and even by his denial, if the truth were told. Verse 38, so Jesus again, being deeply moved within, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus was being deeply disturbed by the pain, the anguish, the emotion of what he was dealing with in the life of Martha and Mary. In fact, in verse 35, the shortest verse in the Bible, it says Jesus wept. So Jesus cried at the pain. He shared the pain of Martha and Mary. But let me tell you something about Jesus' emotions. While Jesus sympathizes with our infirmities, Hebrews chapter 4, Jesus would never let his emotions govern his theology. He would feel it, but he wouldn't let how he felt about it determine what he did. Because his commitment to God's truth had to override his emotions at the moment. So he is crying with her, but at the same, and he's moved by the scenario, he's anguished about the situation, but at the same time, he now seeks to address the problem. So he comes to the tomb, and when he gets there, he issues a command, verse 39. Jesus said, remove the stone. There is a stone, a large boulder over the cave where Lazarus' body has been buried and Jesus says, remove the stone. He ushers a command that involved action. Martha, mouth, because she's the talkative one, says to Jesus, Martha, the sister of the deceased, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be a stench, for he has been dead four days. She did what most of us do when Jesus issues a command that we neither like nor understand. She enters the conversation with human logic. Please don't miss this. Everything she said was correct. Jesus heard her do what he hears us do 
when we either do not like or do not understand his instruction. We argue back with him with human logic that may be absolutely correct. Your, your facts may be impeccable. You are absolutely correct, Martha. Dead four days, he does stink. Jesus responds. And Jesus said to her, did not I say to you? Let me stop right there. Can't you hear? Are you not paying attention? Nothing will block the supernatural movement of God in your life like your logic. Your edumacation. Some of us have educated ourselves out of the supernatural. We're just too smart for God. Too intelligent for heaven. Too brilliant for the kingdom of God. And so we live with our logic and so we live only in the natural. Didn't I say to you, can't you hear, girl? What did you say to her, Jesus? Didn't I say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Didn't I say to you, if you believe, you would see. Okay, now you, get the, now you get the exact wording of our series. Believing is seeing. He didn't say, if you see, you would believe. He said, if you believe, you would see. Too many of God's children are from Missouri. And from Missouri, you got to see it first. In the natural... You see before you believe in the natural. Not so in the supernatural. In the supernatural, if you believe you would see, what would you see? The glory of God. What is the glory of God? It's God on display. The glory of God is God revealing himself as God in your circumstance. The glory of God is when God advertises himself. The glory of God is when God puts himself or his attributes on a billboard so you can see God at work. But you will not see it in the physical until you believe it in the spiritual. That was Tony Evans, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Tony Evans, Stop Blocking Your Miracle. You can also find out more information about him at his website, TonyEvans.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.